0: Gets a block, takes off, and he is gone. Trying to stay upright, and he trips. Absolutely all alone, and he trips. Oh, Going to no. The I can promise you that this podcast will at least be better than Daniel Jones's touchdown run. What's up, everybody? Will Brinson here for the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily, NFL Podcast. This is the Thursday Night Recap, we're back after a one-week hiatus because of you know, COVID moved Thursday Night Football off. And, of course, you have me, Ryan Wilson, John Breach, and special guest Cody Benjamin. You, my friend, have a much better fate than Jared Dubin did on Monday night when he showed up to recap the Cowboys game. Mm. You look calm. You look relaxed. But I know inside that your heart's racing a million miles an hour because all the people who are dunking on Carson wins on Twitter – have to suck it because he's now the first place quarterback at the NFC East.
1: Listen, I, uh, thanks for having me on first of all, but I, at 10 minutes ago, 10 minutes before this, I was, I mean, my heart was beating faster than it probably should have been. And I, I mean, I wore the the Kelly green and I positioned myself with the Rocky poster in the background. Just, I mean, it, it was looking real bad a little bit ago. So I'm yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Ryan on a scale, uh, we're going to do a scale. Do you think at any point, Ryan or breach that, uh, Cody tried, he like texted Debo like, I I really, I've actually got to like run down and get some coffee. I can't do the podcast today when the giants were up 10 points late in the, in the second half.
2: When Cody says it was getting real bad, I think we should mention the pre podcast (laughs) talk, uh, Cody and Debo both said, yeah, we're going to give up on the season if the Eagles lost this game. That's where Eagles fans were. They were at the cliff ready to jump off if they got beat by Daniel Jones and the Giants. So Carson Wentz didn't just save the Eagles season. they saved. He saved Cody Wentz, <laughs> and, Cody the, Eric, Wentz. and Eric Wentz. They're <laughs> okay, all Wentzes now. You guys are all Wentzes. Uh, uh, yeah, all right, let's not. Ryan.
3: Thank you. Breach is interrupting like he's Will Brinson all of a sudden.
2: He said John or Ryan.
3: No he didn't. He said Wilson or Breach. And then I when, said when Wilson <laughs> or when Breach when Breach you know, does this You know at
0: this point we will be doing this for 10 years you, you would think that when I say Ryan or Breach what I'm saying is Ryan go first and then Breach follow. But no, Breach goes anyway. We've Fine. spent
3: so much time together. I feel like I, in some ways I'm Rachel which is Breach's wife. And when when Breach does this that means I'm going to interrupt you no matter what. Sometimes Bre- I feel like I'm Annabelle after Brent's no. She is <laughs> much she is much smarter than you. <laughs> and she has better hair. Uh, but I will say this, so before you came on, Brinson, Cody was talking about how he had to mix things up. So he went downstairs to his basement, if you look over his shoulder there's the old Rocky poster, which he must have kissed a few times and hugged, and I think he'll kiss it after this, because I think that's when the face started changing. And as Breach mentioned, when he cut me off, because I asked Devo before he also came on, when the uh, Eagles are trailing by 11 with less than five minutes to go, Uh Devo, how, how are you feeling? With the ball in Carson Wentz's hands, I always oh, feel great.
4: It. it does not matter if they're down 11, <laughs> down three scores. <laughs> They need to drive under two minutes to go. First and goal from the 17, first play to Boston Scott. What? That's my quarterback. Uh, 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 that's not what he told me originally.
0: That's disgusting.
3: He said he was a little you nervous. Don't, you don't
0: believe <laughs> any of that. Cody, can... how
3: did you feel after first and goal when uh, Trev, uh, Jason Kelsey got the uh, – throwing the helmet oh, my! It, it made it first and Well, that,
1: that whole sequence was um... – I mean, that was the game in a nutshell. I mean, you couldn't go. I mean, the guys you literally could see on the TV, the Giants and Eagles both were just, they both stand there looking at the refs to see, you know, because it's penalty after penalty. I mean, it's the perfect ending to that kind of game. I mean, it was ugly all around. I think, I mean, some of those calls on Logan Ryan were iffy at the end. I mean, but that's just, that was a, that was a microcosm of the whole whole performance. So,
0: so uh, this is an indisputable fact coming into tonight. The Giants were ranked below the Jets in offensive DVOA. That is as low as you can get. It, <laughs> losing to that team 21-10 in the fourth quarter is a hello darkness, my old friend situation. And I will, give, I will give Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz credit because they looked awful all night. Doug Peterson made some terrible play calls. The, f- the goal line fade to Hakeem Butler. Are you kidding me? That's his first offensive snap of the year. He's a tight end. He played wide receiver in college, was drafted as a wide receiver. What are we doing? Horrible play,
4: but it was a pass interference.
0: That, that, however true that may also, be. Also, if you're going to
3: throw play. a fade to a six, four receiver, throw it seven and a half feet in the air, not four did, and a half please. feet in the air.
1: Well, right. none of the goal line plays, play calls were really that good. I mean, the Carson Wentz two point conversion. I mean, it goes back to last week. Jalen Hurts I'm, coming in for yeah. a two point conversion. But you're saying, and I completely agree with you about there's no reason that the team should be down, uh, even with the injuries and everything. But then you look at last week, I mean, they're within two points of a Ravens team that granted wasn't playing their best day, but this is just, uh, I mean, it's, uh,
0: that was a I'm not, And I'm right. not trying right, to let me, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you this instead. Cody, what is your confidence level one to 10 that the Eagles win the NFC East? Oh, come on.
1: I mean that is such. It's such. It, like I know that. I I know that. um What is we're beating the it? Well, well, let me just explain first. I mean, give a, me a second a, here. It's a ten. <laughs> no, it sounds not like no. a two when he's trying go, to like talk himself to a ten. I was I was going to go six, just above halfway. I mean, I'm not. I'm certainly not that that confident. I mean, I I don't think Andy Dalton and the Cowboys are going to be as bad as they were last week. They will. I they will. Well, yeah, that's wrong. I agree. Let me
0: explain, guys, and then deep follow, please.
1: Well, uh, I was just going to say, um, I know it's cliche at this point to say the NFC East is bad because that's all anyone like. It's just a running joke now. It's that not really. a cliche. Like, it's just stating, well, I, it's a, yeah, I know, but it's it's gotten to the point sucks. where anyone who's making a joke about the NFL is making it about the NFC East, right? Which justifiably so, but. Um, you know it, the Eagles are not a a great team, I mean, like you said, they're down twenty one ten to the Giants um it was very reminiscent of last year at the end of the season when they're going down to the wire with uh Washington with the Giants, except uh probably three times worse because they <laughs> i mean the the supporting cast i mean Travis Fulgham looks good, he's looked really good uh but i mean besides him you're you're picking you know i don't know it's i say six because you try and think. I mean, is Kyle Allen, is Alex Smith going to do that with Washington? I mean, I think it's either Andy Dalton and the Cowboys pick up a little bit of steam, enough steam just to get like five or six, seven wins. That, that'll hear that do it. Cody you, my, is my, my newsletter
0: number- partner, and he's now
2: brainwashed pro-Andy Dalton. I love to hear it, Cody. I, I, I
0: it. would say if I were betting on it, my number would be an eight after this win because I didn't think before the game, like it would have been a nine. Then it went down to a three. And they were down 21 10. And it would be back to an eight, only because I think that they're the best team and they'll figure out a way. Debo, what is your number? Do I think the Eagles are a good team? No. Is uh, my confidence that, level? What is, it, what is this? A presidential debate? Is I, my confidence, confidence level? I want an answer. Is Britain my confidence talk. level eight? I think so the a a 10. Eagles are a good team? Hey. Who knows what the Eagles did four years ago? Who can say well, what, but, what the Eagles have done the last you four know, year?
1: Like, what is your well, number? Well,
0: I don't watch that so garbage. What will
1: happen to us if, if we come out and say eight or nine, which. I mean, then everyone says, but they're a horrible team. Well, we have to preface that.
4: Yeah, I, mean, I gave it a little preface right there. Right. The preface to be a 10. This team is winning the division. This is the worst they're going to look the way they played tonight. They're only going to get healthier. I think that's probably a, a bad statement to make at this point, but they're only, they only should get healthier <laughs> at adding some pieces back to their offensive line. Carson Wentz is. Fighting for his, his life on every single snap he takes. He is making something out of absolutely nothing. It's, it's not as much about the Eagles. I have confidence in the Eagles, but it's the rest of the
3: division.
0: The, yes, Ryan.
3: I pulled a breach there.
0: I, I'm in a nine. By the way, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a full blown, like Debo's going to install a muted microphone situation where I'm not allowed to talk.
3: I'm, I'm at a nine. I thought Cody was going to go straight into the nine, but he, he feels like he has to hedge and I, I understand that. But look, here's the deal. And, Brinson, you sort of touched on this. Uh, from 26 to 31 in football outsiders' efficiency rankings, that's where the NFC East resides. The Cowboys in Washington are 26 and 27. The Giants and the Eagles coming in this week are 30 and 31. They're all terrible football teams. So, it does, I mean, it's half a dozen of one. Then it comes down who do you have the most faith in. I will take Carson Wentz over all these other quarterbacks. Debo's right. Presumably they can't get any more injured, although Deshaun – uh, Jackson looked like he lost a leg on, on Thursday night. So we'll see how that – he had to be helped off the field. I that,
0: think Deshaun Jackson is probably done for the season. Well, you're probably done with the Eagles. Deshaun Jackson might call it a career, honestly. This
3: doctors, oh. you can make that assessment. My point is that he had to be helped off the field after coming back for one game. That sucked, so, by the way. That was a dirty hit by the Giants. It, and it that was cost, the same
0: – It might cost Deshaun Jackson the rest of the year. That sucks. That was
3: the same butthole that had the other personal foul penalty early in the game, yeah. wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. So anyway, I'm, I'm all in on the Eagles. I'm not crazy about Doug Peterson in terms of some of the things he makes, uh, decisions he makes, but uh, I think they have enough playmakers. And you know, to reiterate what Debo said, I mean, someone has to get healthy at some point. They can't just get less healthy. How's it pop- They don't have more players left.
0: Cody Wait, and Debo Lane, are going to be playing in Lane, week 10. Lane Johnson. Oh God, he played one play. He is a. Absolute hero slash animal.
2: There you go, Ryan. Whereas, you can get less healthy. They have whereas, guys who try and play in games and then they end up getting knocked out of those games and they're out even more weeks. He had,
0: so I think RJ and I were talking about this in the preseason pod or the, the pregame pod. Like he had no business being out there. He no basically business. said, I'm going to suck it up. And you heard Joe Buck talk about it. He said he had a cyst drained off of, well, it's like a, a, a shattered ankle and he still went out there and tried to gut it out. I mean, that that is a hero move by Lane Johnson, who's a, an absolute monster, but he just wasn't right. And, like, there's no way he can play a full game or a full season. What, um,
4: Breach, th- I'm th- mad th- at you. I'm mad at you, Breach, but do the Eagles also need a new kicker?
2: Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Eagles definitely have some kicking problems. Uh, but I will say real quick, I'm about a five on the Eagles, so I'm right in, in the Cody territory. I, do, like – Look at the Giants. Last three weeks, they've played every single NFC East team, and all of them were decided by three points or less. I don't think it's crazy to think they could be in the conversation at the end, but obviously I still think Andy Dalton, the Cowboys, is the answer there. But, yeah, Jake Elliott has got to be one of your biggest concerns because if if Ryan's right and these players eventually get healthier, that means you're eventually going to have a healthy team. And and Debo's right, and Carson Wentz is going to put up MVP numbers for the rest of the season, uh, and, and Cody's confidence shoots through and the Eagles start winning games, well – some of these games are going to come down to their kicker because the Eagles only play close games as we've seen. And he's just basically since week 13 of last season, he's hitting under 70%. And obviously I know everybody in Philly loves him because he hit that 61 yarder. Was it against the Giants? Yep. Yeah. Against, against the Giants. He had a huge Super Bowl. I mean, a monster Super Bowl, had a couple field goals over 40 yards. Uh, but it's what, and they just gave him an extension. So there might be some hesitation like, hey, let's let him work through this. Well, if you're, if they lose tonight and that ends up maybe costing you a division because you lose by two games, you know, like you can only let a kicker work through things for so long. So in your head, you're the coach. Maybe you say, look, we have a bye coming up. Uh, or you pick week 10, whatever you, you need to pick a point on the schedule and say, if things don't approve by then, we've got to bring in kickers. So you can't just make that decision blindly after one game. So it's good for Jake Elliott. They won tonight because I think Doug Peterson would have thought about it a lot more if they had lost because you can't miss a, what was it 27, 29 yarder? can 29.
1: 29.
2: You, yeah. You, kicking from the right hash, you can't miss a 29 yard field goal, uh, left. And so I, I do think that that's going to be something on their mind if he keeps struggling over the next few weeks.
0: I'm raising my hand because I, to- I tell my son, you got to start raising your hand on these zooms. You can't interrupt your classmates and just say what you want to say. Turns out it's genetic. Um, so, Breach, my, you think that the Eagles should consider bringing competition for their twenty-five-year-old kicker, who heretofore has made well over eighty percent of their of his kicks, because he's having an unlucky year. That's an unlucky outrageous. year, Brenton. This would be like, are you kidding? Yeah, are, you Did are, you are, not
2: listen to what I just said? said? I said since Week Thirteen of last let, year, let we're, let at, a this, year let let we're at a full year now. We're at a full year.
0: Let me dump some music, a someone, way, please. Breach. Fine. <laughs> let me phrase this a different way who is the on the street kicker that you would bring in that is better than jake elliott
3: that's the question that
0: is the question i mean there there are guys <laughs> you
2: bring in adam benetary you could try him <laughs> out cody parkey there are guys cody parkey signed i do believe <laughs> well there's a there's kickers on oh, practice squads there's kickers on practice squads around the NFL, and you can pull them off if you're going to put them on your active roster.
0: Hey, let's settle down. Is this the Eagles' problem? No, I, I think feel that's like the Eagles' no. problem is that I, like they're throwing to Travis Fulgrom and Boston Scott and Corey Brees and a Greg point. Ward. What do we do? It? Will did he I not do Preach enough to a... earn
4: your respect tonight, Travis? What? Fulgram. He just said, he said. Did really not really
0: Fulgrom? Travis Fulgrom. <laughs> there's there's Fulgram. no,
4: there's
2: no R in there. Debo asked me if I thought Fulgram? kicking was a problem. I didn't really? say it was the problem.
3: All right, Cody, Breach you were had, going to say something before. Breach, oh,
1: no, right? I think Breach is, is, right. And I think, uh, I mean, there's been some stories in the last few days. I mean, his 50 plus yard field goals, obviously they shouldn't be gimmies, but he's, he's been worse, uh, not just this year, but the last two years. But yeah, I don't think it's, I don't even think it's probably a top three. I mean, there's so many other issues. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, there's play calling. There's Carson Wentz forcing plays. There's O line problems. Um, yeah.
3: I would put O line at the very top of the list, and they would also yeah. be second, third, fourth, and fifth because if you put a tracker in Carson Wentz, he probably ran more than anyone else on the field, including all the wide receivers and gunners. <laughs> I mean, he just he probably ran ten miles on Thursday night running for his life.
0: That that was actually going to be my next question for Diva, for actually for everybody here is what is the Eagles' biggest problem? Because I think that injuries is one, but I'm not sure that and I, I don't I don't want to. You know, insult you guys here, but I'm not sure that Doug Peterson is far off from number two. He is not. He's not. He's not Super Bowl Doug Peterson right now. We haven't talked about it.
3: Let me let me pose this question to Debo. Debo Debo,
0: Debo would like to say something. No, go ahead, Ryan.
3: Let me pose this question to Debo and Cody. Right now, starting well, starting tomorrow, first thing, would you rather have Frank Reich as the head coach or still have Doug Peterson? Wow,
1: that's tough. Debo, you, wow.
4: Oh. Put me on the spot. Let's, oh. let's change it up. I'm, I'm loyal to <laughs> Doug. I'm loyal to Great Doug, but let's question. go Frank. Yeah. let's just mix and Frank for the rest of the season. You'd rather be married
0: to your Uh, wife or, uh, I think the most inexcusable thing, tonight. (laughs) the
4: the two point conversions were awful. The fact that he didn't get out the challenge flag on the play that the giants were down and it would have been fourth down. And he, and he was just late getting the flag in and the officials had to talk about it. I thought that was his most inexcusable move of the night. That's the thing. Like you're like, Oh, this is, this is something when stuff builds up that a coach should get fired for or, or, Put towards that argument. I'm not saying I said that at that moment, but it, it <laughs> crossed my mind ever so slightly. That, that, that was that was <laughs> it's infuriating. It it, it's so clearly that was the most infuriating thing he do, did beyond those those two point conversions.
1: I, I think the upside of Frank Reich because we've seen now for uh, you know since the Eagles went to the Super Bowl 2018, 2019, 2020, the Eagles have been largely a mediocre team i mean they've they've made it to the playoffs but i think maybe the upside of frank Reich. the one thing though that you can say with doug um and i know i i use this a little bit hyperbole but i mean the eagles don't and i'm not saying this to say they're a good team but they haven't quit and these last three years i mean they're not a team that looks like they're giving up at the end of games you know what i'm saying they may be ugly they may be bad but clearly doug peterson regardless of these slow starts and i think you know what you don't always need to have your team backed into a corner to do this underdogs thing, you know, four years in a row. But the thing is they, they still play to the end of games, which, you know, that speaks to, at least he hasn't lost a locker room.
0: I, I'm going to, I'm going to defend Doug Peterson here too, because I think the Frank Wright and Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz discussion gets like built up into this maelstrom of like hot takes and, and comparisons. Uh, Doug Peterson's the guy who hired Frank Wright. Like he brought Frank Wright in. He oh, knew what? that Frank Wright was a good coach. And so he brought him in and Frank Wright left. And, and look, any coach, any head coach in, in the NFL or college football or high school, wherever whatever level you're coaching at, if you lose a quarter a stud coordinator or multiple coordinators, it's gonna be a brain drain on your organization and it's gonna make it more difficult to be good at what you do.
1: Right. So he's also it, an offensive head coach. I of mean course. he needs to be able yeah, to but like
0: but I mean, like, do you think it'd be easier to? I, I'm not making it. I, I guess I it would be great so if he a,
4: had an offensive coordinator to go alongside of him. He's the one kind of taking on the ownership of being the offensive coordinator and the head coach, which we don't see often across the league. And I just think that's that's too much to take on. Like when you're the coach and the GM. Debo, if
0: Debo, if I did this podcast by myself, producing it and hosting it, would it be better or worse? Well, we all know the uh, answer. Yeah, What's I think, I
4: think we know the answer there. <laughs> but we do, yeah, it'd be way. But
0: worse.
1: that's still on the that's, that's the on point Doug, is though. like, the
0: more jobs you have to do, the worse you are at the specific jobs you're in charge that's of. That's wrong though. Bill Belichick, uh, the Steelers. Well,
1: that, that's like, that's
0: anything like, oh, look at that unicorn. It's perfect. No, no, I just said the Steelers. The Steelers lose coordinators
3: all the time. And they, they, they seem to be the exact same team year in and year out. I mean the Eagles are a good football team. There's no there's you can't make excuses for Doug Peterson for being terrible at his job just because he lost Frank Reich. Frank Reich's not terrible at his job. He went to another job had more responsibility, got better.
4: I mean Frank Reich looks Philip Rivers looked decent like some weeks, so I'm I'm taking Frank.
2: <laughs> that's Why the last up? time I ever stood up to your boy Frank, Doug. Reich. Frank Reich beat the Bengals.
0: Doug Peterson didn't. <laughs> Peterson did not beat Doug did not beat the Bengals. That's right, um, I mean that's a huge indictment. Do we we have to take a break, or we're going to do Eagles for forty-five. Minutes? No, let's. I mean, we
4: could talk a little bit. Evan Ingram dropping <laughs> that ball. Let's let's yes. talk a little Giants angle. I, I we, Cody's Cody's a six. I'm a ten. is a five. Yeah, we know so where we're take a day. break and talk Giants,
0: or we're just going to go straight through Giants. Let's uh, let's keep talking Giants. Okay, let's uh, is D- all right. Uh, Wilson, you're our draft guy. If the is Daniel Jones good?
3: Yeah, it's so hard to tell. Like, really I feel happens. like Daniel Jones would be the exact same if he played on the Eagles just because they have similar issues offensively. I tell you, he's struggling. I don't want to say he's not good, but Andrew Thomas, the left tackle, uh, he's, he's I having, mean, he's hit a rough patch. But here's the thing. He was the first offensive tackle off the board. You know, Dave Gettleman from Carolina loves hog mollies or whatever he calls them. Uh, he could have had Jedrick Wills, uh, who, who's played extremely well. For uh, Tristan
0: Wirfs,
3: who's been great. Oh, Tristan Wirfs can jump out of a pool. (laughs) That alone is the reason to draft Tristan Wirfs. He weighs 350 pounds and jump out of a pool. Um, Andrew Thomas, he's fine, but he he, I think a lot of people didn't have them as their number one offensive tackle. Dave Gettleman did, and he got benched last week, and he struggled this week, and it's it's not helping Daniel Jones. So to answer your question, Daniel Jones has not played well. He's not played consistently. He's fumbled. Uh, look at the numbers here. Let's see how much does he fumble now. He has fumbled. I just had the stat. Where is it? I, I would. I Ryan, you're not Adam allowed Major, to count Adam the last Major,
0: one. a Major pinned this, and I'm gonna steal it. Is he Daniel Winston? He makes Uh-oh. great plays, but he makes horrendous turnovers.
2: I would take Jameis Winston
0: in a second. Yeah.
3: Well, let me put you this way: What if he played on last year's Buccaneers team? I think he would be better. Daniel Jones. He went through Len 38 interceptions. Yeah.
0: But his, no, his offensive line's bad and he's neutered by a, I mean, Joe Buck opened the broadcast tonight by saying, I mean, frankly, they've just got to open it up. I don't know what else they can do for Daniel Jones, but they need to open it up, which is a very polite way of saying Jason Garrett is a giant bowl of tapioca pudding. Like, that is basically what he said. He's like, Jason Garrett is scared to open up this offense because he's trying to get another job as a head coach somewhere else, and he doesn't want to look like a moron by exposing his quarterback to a bunch of pass rushers. So he's going with the bland, I have a Hall of Fame offensive line approach. And it, Carol, it, let, it, me,
3: don't. let me ask the question this way, because it is hard to sort of separate Daniel Jones from the Giants, which is they're one of the worst teams of football, we all agree, and Football Outsiders agree. So I'm looking at Football Outsiders for the middle of the pack teams, teams that are replacement level. So fourteenth is the Bears, fifteenth are the Texans, sixteenth are the Panthers, seventeenth are the the uh, the Vikings. Yeah. Is he does he make any of those teams better? No, he, he doesn't. Right?
0: The, Texan, still... the Texans are way worse with Daniel Jones. And the I'm taking Teddy Bridgewater yeah, in Carolina. Way...
3: I mean, Kirk Cousins. That's Daniel Jones in ten years. I mean, let's be honest about it. And Nick Foles, I'm sure. Cody and Debo feel different on uh, Nick. Foles. I actually,
1: that, that's the one that I feel like is the closest. I don't know that he makes him better, but I feel like when Nick Foles is not doing the streaky hot thing, I feel like that's a pretty comparable, like you could plug Daniel Jones in there and probably, I don't know. I mean, throwing to Allen Robinson, having that defense on your side, I, I don't know. I don't think he makes them better, but I think it's, it's right. a little more I mean, comparable.
3: I think that's the takeaway that he doesn't make any of the middle of the road teams even any better, even though they're in better
1: situations than he currently finds himself. But in two years with better coaching, Woody, I mean,
2: you know. All right, we'll say that Daniel Jones is on the Seahawks. What's the Seahawks record?
3: What is the record? They're five and uh, zero now. They're, they're zero and five. They're well, no. That's um, a good one.
1: I, okay. I would say I give him two wins. Yeah, I was I was going two and three. Boston. Actually, they, they have no
0: defense, and yeah, their running beat. game is okay. And their offensive line's fine. Like I mean, no, no, right. they are I, not. That's dude. what I'm saying. That's so like suck. I don't know. You can hand we're off. Like, we're like, to do the Seahawks need to fire Pete Carroll? Has he lost his mojo? Is yeah. John Schneider like washed up as an executive? If it's Daniel Jones on Seattle with instead of Russell Wilson, have y'all have, are you nuts? This is a disaster team. It's the same thing. It's a questionable offensive line, a terrible defense with an okay pass rush and a terrible secondary. And and actually, the Giants have James Bradbury. And then some pretty good weapons, better in Seattle than they are in New York. But Daniel Jones is not is not okay. Let's put it this way:
3: How does he do in Kansas City with Andy Reid? Is that is that the uh, best
0: winning MVP? Obviously,
3: but is that the best landing spot or maybe New Orleans or the Saints? I'm trying to think: Like where would he excel?
0: I think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback in a bad spot, and but the well, no, prob- he's not because we just went through. He's not even a mediocre quarterback. We just we just established that. No, I think he's a. Uh, uh, to, let me phrase that differently. Kurt Warner came out after Tua Tungavailo was ben- or, uh, was named the starter over Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he said, "When I was benched for Eli, even though we were five and four, it really you know threw me for a loop, and I didn't really get it. We were a playoff team, but I you know I was willing to be a good mentor to me." That's that's where Daniel Jones should be right now, but he's an extra season into it, and that's the problem. Is that but Eli the Giants... started it? Eli started his rookie season. I mean, he came in. That's through... what I'm saying in 04. But Daniel Jones started his rookie season. He replaced Eli the way that Eli replaced Kurt, and that's the problem. Is that Daniel Jones because Dave Gettleman and the Giants have not improved the situation around him whatsoever, and you know, to a small degree, you can blame it on COVID because Nate Solder opts out. Andrew Thomas can't play right tackle. He has to, you know, slot the left tackle. Uh, he played Shepherd left tackle Hurt.
3: before. It's
0: fine. I, I, all I'm saying is that Daniel Jones' progression is not there the way
1: you want it to be in his second year as a starter.
3: Yeah, no. I mean, I think we all, I think we all agree. How with that.
1: much? How much would they? Not that they would, but let's say they put him on the trade market or something. How much would somebody give up for Daniel <sighs> Jones right I now?
3: Wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't give more than a
3: third. I wouldn't even want to do
0: that. Right, would you rather really have uh, Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones? Sam Darnold.
3: Probably
1: Sam Darnold me too. I, I don't think it's a clear despair. I mean No, it's
3: not. No, they're both terrible. I mean, yeah. it's a half a dozen of one. You're you're throwing crap against the wall and hoping they one of those Love turnovers
1: like
2: I
0: love IPAs and I
2: mean like Yo, <laughs> the thing is, we're having this whole talk about Daniel Jones. I thought this might have been his most efficient
3: game. He, he actually let,
0: He led the team, He
2: led time, the team in rushing. Led the team in rushing that he did. Uh <laughs> And, you know, the, the Giants win if Egg, Evan Ingram catches that ball on third and seven with that under was, five minutes left in the fourth quarter.
0: Uh, 100% on Evan Ingram. That Absolutely. Is, that is awful. You and if catch he
3: that. catches that ball, there's no fumble to end the game. And we're not talking about Daniel Johnson at all. We're talking about what Breach is talking about, that he played the best game this season maybe yeah. ever. And
2: probably. then we're talking about is it time to replace Carson Wentz? Ooh. No. No, because Because no. they're 1-5-1. Yeah, I, would, I don't know if I – Are we – are we hot
0: taking ourselves while talking about hot takes? What's happening
2: here? <laughs> but I mean, there were things there are weird things about the giants like this entire game, just to go from Jones to the game where, uh, you know, Brenton, you tweet out the picture of the punt with Riley Dixon, where if you're a smart team and Ryan's favorite situation ever is what, would a Belichick team do here? Uh, that would have been a touchdown or at least a 30-yard game because maybe the punt returner tackles him. But if the gunner is not covered, you just automatically call a automatic fake. Automatic throw. The punters should not have to look to the sideline to, like, look for permission or, like, laugh about it. Unfortunately,
0: Breach, Joe Judge doesn't have a special teams background, so there's no way <laughs> he could have possibly thought about, like, implementing it. If, if, I don't care who like, and people are like, well, the, the ref was waiting to snap it. It's like there's no one on the guy on the sidelines. He's gunning down the sidelines to stop the to tackle the, the receiver, you or the, the the returner. You have to throw that, and it's not on the the punter because he can't go rogue and just throw it. Joe Judge will kill him if he does that and he misses. But man, I mean, that's that's sloppy football. Bill Belichick doesn't let that happen. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. that
2: was just real quick. That was on a fourth and three. So even if, free time. uh, yeah, you just throw it lightly and the receiver just catches it and gets like, tackled real fast. He just needs three yards. He doesn't, he you doesn't don't need
0: to th- throw it 40 yards, Breach. You right. It's I not fourth and 15. Pass. Right. Exactly.
3: <laughs> throw it lightly. By the way, uh, Evan Ingram after, after the game. Throw
0: it up in the air. Just, just catch it. It's a free pass. Evan Ingram, Ingram after the game. Two get into the parking lot and do it.
3: All right. Stop talking. Evan Ingram after the game said, uh, quote, it sucks. It's a sucky feeling right now. We, we, definitely let one get away, In quote. Not me. We let one get away. Well, you don't pin the whole game on him. I mean, he's got to make that catch. But if I'm Evan Ingram, I'm saying I, that's on me. I dropped the ball, and that's why we lost. And that's the truth.
2: Or you blame your coach who's a special teams coordinator who doesn't have an emergency call to get the punter to throw it to a gunner when the gunner's uncovered. How about we blame him? Joe I mean,
0: look, look the, the Giants didn't make it past the Eagles – Thirty nine, I don't believe. Outside so the, the, they made it the Eagles thirty nine and then hit that golden tate touchdown in the first half. The Eagles dominated the first half. And I think the expectation was Philly would come out and just roll in the second half. And three straight punts, a total of twelve yards on three drives to start the third quarter by Philadelphia. New York wasn't much better, but they engineered a four play, eighty eight yard drive, score a touchdown. Then they come back in the fourth quarter and go in that fifteen play, seventy five yard drive uh, that that results in another touchdown. They're up twenty one to ten, and it felt like, oh my god, Philly is dead in the water. Like they had this game the entire time. And then, uh, what, what's Witten's line? It, uh, Doug Peterson pulled a rabbit out of his hair and <laughs> out of his head.
1: Him. Yeah, out of his
0: head is that what it is, Cody?
1: Yeah, I and uh, honestly, I think that. You know, when they were looking dead in the water in the second half, I mean, that's exactly how they looked out of the gate against the Ravens. It's, and that's where this, like, um, yes, Doug Peterson needs more help. It's a total package, just not all on him. But I mean, this offense has, uh, you know, even with the injuries, it's just looked, I mean, you can't go three st- against the Giants, three straight drives. You said it was 12 yards. Um, no first downs. I mean, they, they started the game like that last week. Um, but again, I mean, uh, they, they, they finished hot, but still, they, you can't expect to do that. I mean, maybe you only have to do that against the Cowboys, the Giants, and, and Washington to get to the playoffs. But then who are you? Who are you playing? Nick Foles in round one? Wouldn't that be lovely? Woo-hoo. Bring it. That's just what we need. Bring yeah. it.
0: All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we will talk some news, maybe some Yannick and trade talk. <gasps>
3: visit roberthalf.com today
0: you deserve the truth the enemy is at our gates the fight for humanity I look at your faces i do not see defeat no and i do not see surrender it's far from over you will not make that stand alone we have something the enemy does not we have heroes halo new season now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. All right, so Yannick Ngakwe got traded. Actually, I was reading this rundown and I definitely thought that we'd already talked on the podcast about Yannick Ngakwe being traded. We haven't done that. Mm-hmm. That's how but but I did I did a huge segment on it on CBS Sports HQ for the Pick Six podcast show which you can watch every day when Champions League or Europa League or whatever like Bundesliga or EPL or whatever it is, isn't interrupting it. 4 p.m. Eastern, CBS Sports HQ, Roku, Amazon Fire, wherever it is. We do a show. It's a blast. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, it's Friday. Ryan, John, and I will be doing uh, probably picks and news, right? No Friday show for me and Johnny.
2: What? Just, oh. just you, Brinson. We got banned.
0: I had to do a 45-minute monologue?
2: That's yep. what we heard.
0: Oh, the worst.
2: They want to go full Brinson. You're not supposed to
0: go full Brenton, but apparently not, that's what we're doing.
3: You're not supposed Look, to. Go as full
0: someone Brinson. who lives full Brenton, you don't go full Brenton.
3: Not you. on Friday at 4 p.m. The
0: huge, what? Y'all aren't on that? I want to change this up. Slam my fist down on my show. They're uh, like, anyway.
2: you work with Brenton all week. You guys get an early start on your drinking. So we're going to let you off the hook.
0: Yeah. All right. Cody, you have, uh, you are a Minnesotian. Is that what it is? Minnesota.
1: That's yeah, not that? by uh, not by birth, but no. Oh, but
0: you you, you currently yeah. live. What what do they call Minnes- people who live Minnesotans. in Minnesota? Yeah, Mi- Minnesota. You
1: added an "i" in
0: there for some reason. <laughs> well, you know what, Cody? I mispronounce everything. So let's keep. <laughs> That's Cody's first dunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got you got the dunk. It was a layup. You got a little dunk layup there. Um, you you've covered Minnesota training camps. What do you th- what do you think the vibe is? Well, you live in Minnesota. You covered the, the team. What do you think the vibe is with Minnesota right now? And Mike Zimmer. Rick Spielman, because like we're talking guys who got extensions, and they just they just traded Yannick Ngakwe, who was on a one year deal, they rented him for a second round pick. They trade him to the Ravens after acquiring him from the Viking from the Jaguars. It, it's it's not a good look for Minnesota, man. Mm-mm.
1: No, I mean I think uh, I saw actually so R.J. White, one of our editors, I think he floated the idea that maybe this this trade is an indictment of uh, Ngakwe more than it is the Vikings because he's now been traded twice. But, um, I, you know, I, I think it's more an indictment on Mike Zimmer and, and just w- the whole operation right now. I mean, I think that the vibe is um, there's some I think that that kind of believe that the extensions, there was a time over the summer when Mike Zimmer was unhappy that he hadn't gotten an extension yet. And he talked about the possibility it wasn't going to happen. And so some people think that because they came later than expected, the Vikings during the summer were actually still debating whether they should be extending rick spielman mike zimmer i think that they should be on the hot seat um and i think coming into this year um you know it was pretty clear you don't just trade stefan Diggs. you don't just replace three-fifths of your secondary and expect everything to just go smoothly um i I think they should be on the hot seat i think that um interesting you can find like the mic'd up segments on on youtube like the nfl games if you watch and just watch Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson talking on the bench that these guys are just, they look resigned to the fact that this is a lost season. Adam Thielen's like, sometimes you, you know, the universe is just against you. And then these guys are, I mean, they know it's, uh, th- and Kirk Cousins, I mean, the one thing he's done well for them is, you know, when he's on schedule, he, he avoids the turnovers it, completely out the window this year. And so everything is kind of Kirk, Spielman and Zimmer, I think are all, uh, on the hot seat or should be.
3: Um, let me ask you this, Cody, uh, which team should be more concerned, uh, or is less impressive? The Vikings or, uh, the Eagles slash Cowboys slash Giants?
1: What? No, I I actually thought about this during the game, during the end of the game, because I thought if the Eagles lose this and they go to, um, it would have been one and five and one. Is that right? Yeah. One One and five and one. And the Vikings would have been one and five. I thought, who is the more (laughs) unimpressive? I think the Eagles will get slightly more credit because of all of the injuries because I don't think the Vikings – I think the personnel decisions more contributed to that Um as far as the guys that the touting so many rookies in the secondary. They've failed to properly address the O-line. That's not injuries hitting them all over the place. Um But, you know, so I give the Eagles maybe a slight edge as being uh, – you know, but that's only – I mean, I feel like nationally people expected the Eagles to be like – uh, a lot better this year, but the fact is they've started the last two years uh you know,
3: poorly. I think, I think people thought the Vikings were going to be good, but to your point, yeah. I mean, the, the secondary is terrible because of youth. They let go of uh, Xavier Rhodes and Mackenzie Alexander and uh Trey Waynes, and well, it just, just hasn't worked
0: out well. Well, I mean, you know, that's the whole thing that bothers me about this trade, is that, I mean, like... And by looked, the way,
3: quick quickly, Daniil Hunter's yeah. done for the year, it sounds like.
0: And Livel Joseph left, too. Like well, every Griffinson talking- left. All all these people left. All these players on the defensive side left. And the Viking if you're if you're Rick Spielman, you're Mike Zimmer, and you're looking at the defense. I mean, we're looking at the different defense. Every one of us is. And we're like, I mean, frankly, this Vikings defense look looks like it's gonna be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Did they look at it and say, Oh, I know, trading a second round pick for Yannick and Gokwe will solve our woes? That is some short short sighted, terrible organizational decision making. Well, listen look- a- kid- it, it's not dude. Like that, a, that's going to be a top ten pick in the second round. Yeah, that's but a if top he, if he, if forty has, pick.
3: If he has five sacks right now, you're okay with it. But he it, it just not if matter. they're one and
0: five, it doesn't matter. He's you on know, the franchise tag. You got to either pay him or let him go. No, I understand that.
3: But if you thought you could – I mean, if it's a great deal for the Ravens to rent him for one year because they're in a good position, and that's it's where the the Vikings a, thought they would be.
0: The Ravens are five and one. and They're renting him now. The Vikings rented O and O. Exactly.
3: They thought they were going to be.
0: They're well, they do. thought they were going to be
2: good, and yeah. they were on the cusp of it. I mean, but, but they have two they losses work by work. one point to undefeated teams. A one-point loss to the Titans, where, where Tennessee had to drive down and get a field goal in the final minute. A one-point loss to the Seahawks, where Russell Wilson pulled a rabbit out of his head. Uh So, you know, like, I
0: do get where Zimmer and Spielman and, were
2: thinking. Hey, that. Hey,
0: hey, Breach, Breach, what are the common denominators between those two losses? Their defenses couldn't get any stops because the defense sucks. Well, everyone knew it was going to suck.
3: That's what ah! You Uh, you didn't
0: let me finish.
2: And I was just going to say, losing those... That's where Zimmer and Spielman sat down in the office and said, all right, well, we give up. Our plan didn't work. Dunk on yourself because you didn't let me finish. No,
0: they just gave up a pick that is going to be in the top 10 of the second round and they acquired in return a pick that's going to be in the bottom 10 of the third round. That is a disastrous usage of draft capital to get a guy who's on a one year deal. It's not like he's on a rookie deal and he's got some upside and maybe he works out. He's a, uh, he's if a, they're, clearly if they're, a,
3: if they're three and two and he has five sacks right now, no one's complaining.
0: But th- that was Exactly. Gonna... If they win the Titans and Seahawks games,
2: no who no thought that was going to happen? They well, didn't. Clear, clear. Yeah.
0: Well, then they're idiots. Because I didn't think it was going to happen, and y'all didn't think it was going to happen, and we're not GMs, so they didn't do a very well, good job of assessing the personnel.
2: We picked them to go to the Super Bowl last year, and immediately and jumped off the bandwagon year, this year. Yeah, immediately and last jumped. Last year there up. wasn't
0: a pandemic. What is your point? Last no, I am saying that
2: you and I realized it. I'm saying that right? we, nobody was higher on the Vikings than us last year, and then we saw what they did an off season. We we're like, this team's stupid. We're done. I think you just dunked on
1: yourself. No, I
0: he did. I he it saw. continues my
1: point. What a big I I do have to wonder though. I mean because you said
0: Teddy you can't talk to him. <laughs> right. In
1: Gakway's age, you know, that uh, acquiring him isn't as he's not like 30 and an elite pass rusher. So ideally yeah, that would have been a long-term play too. They could have been soft rebuilding, but um you know, maybe there is something behind the scenes where they had to get him out of out of the building. I still think that's an indictment on the Vikings though because if you're going to give up those picks like you said um, and there's even a chance that they become premium picks you're giving up. I mean, do your research. The guy has been on the market for how long, begging to get out of Jacksonville.
3: I have a theory. I, I think maybe what happened was Spielman and Zimmer thought we'll trade for him, and, and it's a huge risk because the defense, as Prince has pointed out, is going to be a disaster. If it doesn't work out, by the trade deadline, we'll swap him for a first-round pick with the Texans. The Texans fired Bill O'Brien, so that plan blew up in their face. Hmm. So there was no
0: plan B. Mike Zimmer, Breach, you have watched Mike Zimmer for a long time as Bengals defensive coordinator. His entire defense for years, decades, dating back to the Cowboys, is predicated on having veteran quarterbacks who know his system, who can play that system. And they trotted out a bunch of low round drafted, like recently drafted guys, They're and thought it round. would work. And you, if you look at what Julio Jones did to him. and I know Julio Jones is a stud, but everybody's doing it to him. If you have wide receivers who can win on the outside, you can smoke the Vikings easily. And if and they don't get any pass rush, they have nothing on the interior. They their defense is terrible. It well, went from well, top ten. Michael, to Michael, Michael Pierce,
3: Michael Pierce opted out. The uh, Nail Hunter's injured. Well, I'm just saying they they, they had – I I mean, if you have a pass rusher, if you're, you're front forward – But they had
2: Yannick in there without Daniil Hunter, so it's like they didn't really lose a pass rusher compared to what they had last season still in that spot. Tie- wait, wait, wait. Hold on. They, all, they That's, also let Evers- Brink. Everson Brink. Griffin go. Right, right. Then
3: Briggs, you can't say that they had Unique, so that made up for for not having Daniil. The whole idea is to have two out there.
2: But let me go back to Brinson's point about Zimmer – Exactly. Can't answer that, can you? Well, did you ask a question? was oh! I mean, the question? Is there a question?
0: Yeah. You got dunked on. How, no can, how can Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman come into this year thinking that they will win with Mike Hughes and Young Guys?
2: Yeah, what I was going to say about Zimmer is that I think all all his defensive experience almost worked against him this year because I feel like he's had a lot of success on the defensive side of the ball. He made the Bengals' defense good. They, uh, Minnesota's had a pretty good defense in the past few years, and I think he just thought, you know what, I can work with these younger guys. I can make my system work with these younger guys because why else are you completely, completely overhauling your defense? I mean, rarely do we see an NFL team overhaul and revamp one side of the roster like the Vikings did this
0: offseason so again you're proving my point I said I, I that never disagreed with you on that. how good their defense would be and it bothers me that I saw their defense would be bad and they didn't that's a problem because I'm did, sitting they, here
3: they did see it that's why they draft. that's why they traded for unique Yannick. Yannick. Yannick, Yannick. I thought
1: Yannick? I heard in pronunciation guys it is unique ah. unique and no, I'll way. take that one
3: <laughs> thank you Cody <laughs>
1: But I mean, it's, what were
0: they yeah, look, not supposed the to The bottom trade? line is that the well, well, let me ask you process this. was bad and what the results were worse. What should they have done
3: from January till August in terms of fixing the defense? Cause they weren't bringing back those three cornerbacks that I mentioned. Uh, Everson Griffin was gone. I don't know how he's he's even well, doing. They know, I mean, I, decently they down. weren't going
0: to fix it. They put themselves in cap hell. Okay. So I mean, what are they supposed to do? You draft I mean, them I I like, I I I'm not going to tell somebody who's like, Six feet under, how to get themselves out of the, like, like, you already dug the grave. You're just going to
3: keep, you're just going to keep throwing the, dirt well, I mean, on, but on don't,
0: don't, grave. don't request, like, don't request, like, a, a floral bouquet in the casket. Like, hey, like, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Like, like, just stop. You're, you're dead. Just stop. You're dead. You're dead. No, they, 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 they
3: traded for unique and they asked them to bring a shovel. It's just the, the shovel's too small do, and it ain't working.
0: Do you think the unique, defense is unique, better? Like, straight kept? Like, Trey Like, a, like a, a, a shovel that, like, Breach's daughter would have. Right,
2: a, a little plastic no. He's like, yeah. oh,
0: you guys need help? Can I get out of this? <laughs> no. What did you say, Breach?
2: Do you think the Vikings defense is better if they would have kept guys like McKenzie Alexander, Trey Waynes, well, uh, else, Xavier Xavier Rhodes?
3: To Brentson's point, they can not afford it. right? And those guys weren't playing great. I mean, let's be honest. they They didn't have great seasons.
0: Road stonk. Wayne's got overpaid cool. by the Bengals. McKenzie Alexander's a big part because he's a slot corner in a league that plays sixty percent like nickel. So but he's, is he hurt? Dalbridge. Linville Joseph is an underrated signing by the Chargers. He's a massive piece in the middle of their defense. That's and, fine, but he's not well, saving
3: Minnesota.
1: It was a flawed process on the other side of the they ball, too, though. If you want to play, if, if you want to rely on the defense, I mean, they want to play, run the ball. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They want yes. to rely on the defense, but there is no defense. And so the whole process was flawed. I mean. So,
0: so to your point, Cody, uh, the Bills, for example, their defense now stinks. Mm-hmm. They at least have the option and the wherewithal to open it up and let Josh Allen throw the ball deep downfield. Mike Zimmer will, won't do that. He's too stubborn. And Wait Mike, Mike Zimmer's a great coach. He ain't letting Kirby cut it loose. Kirby, hashtag Kirby Cook, no, not happening. You're answering your own question. I mean, would you let Kirk Cousins throw it?
3: I mean, you're down 10. The game is over. Well,
0: right? again, that's a flawed process. If you're going to hinge everything on your, run, your running game and Kirk Cousins being efficient in minimal passing attempts and your crappy offensive line outside of Garrett Bradbury playing well, <laughs> And then your defensive line is good. And then your defensive has to fix everything, but your defense stinks. Then you have created a problem.
3: Well, that's how you get the one in five. Well, and the, the crazy
2: thing is that that extension we're talking about, that Zimmer got this off season that was in July. So it was after all the moves had been made. So clearly ownership was on board with everything that Zimmer and Spielman were doing. And, and that's kind of the mind boggling thing. Are that,
0: we going to see six coaches fired before Adam Gaze? I mean, what the hell is happening right here? All right, look, but the, the more important part is Yannick and Gakwe traded to the Ravens. Unique. Yeah, unique. I, I'll never get there. It's fine.
3: <laughs> be, it'll, it'll, I'll way. get there.
0: I'll get there when I get there with uh, the Las Vegas Raiders.
3: Yeah. And Travis Sol- no,
0: Briscoe is emailing the R-Skins word today. Get out of here. Grow up, old man. I love you Briscoe. So unique. Yannick, y- Yannick, y- Yannick. Yannick. You had it. Unique. Yannick and traded the Ravens. Now, I saw this floated. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Mina kinds of ESPN noted it. She did. It is it is a clearly, and they've been trying to get him for a while, but it's clearly a move designed to counter, Pat. like, the Ravens can't blitz Pat Mahomes and beat him. So can you bring in more pass rushers and win with a four-man rush against the Chiefs' offensive line and play soft zone against Mahomes and force to try to beat you. Well, in that's bit.
3: fine. But what we saw last week and with the addition of Le'Veon Bell is they'll just run the ball 50 times, something Andy Reid never did in Philadelphia. So that's great. But now they have the capability and the willingness, more importantly, of doing that. So bring in Unique if you want to and rush four and then have Marcus Peters tra- tackle Le'Veon Bell 35 yards down the field.
1: Yeah, the way the Ravens are beating the Chiefs is not—I don't think—unique. It's if Lamar Jackson can figure out how not to sidearm, you know, passes over the middle of the field and and figure out how to complete a deep ball. I mean, I, I think it's more. I mean, if it's going to be a shootout, you know, I mean, maybe the Chiefs play that efficient style against, like they did against the Bills. But I think it's, I mean, it comes down to the quarterback in that kind are you of. You anti
0: Lamar, Cody? I don't,
1: no, I don't.
0: I don't yeah, think your pick is wrong. I'm just curious.
1: No, no. I mean, I, I do the quarterback rankings every week, and he's been God right man. out. How awful is that, by
0: the way? Right.
1: They it's started so, with okay, me, yeah, can and I, I passed it
0: to Sean. It sucks. By it's, the way, uh, no, I was
1: very excited. Go ahead, Ryan. I
3: was going to say, breaking news, uh, Cody's going to law school next year. <laughs> that's uh,
1: right. that's right. I don't think so. Um, no, I, the, I, I'll ask your guys' opinion. I mean, the tough thing with this and power rankings. So I get – now I'm getting yelled at every week by Titans fans because <laughs> they want it to be, they're telling me how to do power rankings, which is fine. And they're saying it should strictly be, you know, who's done what in, in 2020, which is fine. I've tried to make it a little more nuanced and be like, who do you want this week and for the rest of this season? Because I'm taking, I'm sorry, but I'm taking like Kyler Murray's upside over Ryan Tannehill. And and I don't know if you would agree with that, but oh.
0: I would say your first mistake, Cody, is uh, introducing nuance to the internet. I know.
1: That's <laughs> the thing. But but it's you could bad. go read. Like, if people want to see Ryan Tannehill in the top five, like, you can go read stats, and you can go read the passer reading rankings right now. I, I'm just saying, like, if I were the Wait, where, Titans.
0: Where, where was Ryan Tannehill in your last ranking? 11. Ooh, that's too low. But but, yeah, now, listen to 11, low. Too low.
1: but now listen to the quarterbacks above. And we, can, we don't need to go too deep in this, but I think it's off the top of my head. Uh, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, and I'm trying yeah, to, yeah, that's fine. you know, if you're, you're taking going. one quarterback, uh, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, maybe that's, Kyler maybe that's over Josh
0: okay, that's fine, but I still think those five are fine. I'm not
1: going necessarily right in Go order on. right now. I'm just you're giving going. you the top 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm waiting
4: on Carson Wentz. If
1: you
0: say Carson Wentz.
1: No, he crazy. was, he was, he was behind Tannehill. If you're getting Carson um, Wentz,
0: like, you know that, like, like an airline, like if you're, if you're in a, uh, now the you the two make, iffy make ones the passenger seat, that's what's happening. It's the crazy. two
1: iffy ones, which I think can be debated, are nine and ten. I had Derek Carr and Tom Brady. But I honestly if you look at so people saying Tannehill listen, <laughs> listen to me now.
3: Yeah, you had me till Derek Carr.
1: Yeah,
0: you're uh, you uh, you into the wrong here, podcast, pal. <laughs> oh, you're, you're.
1: Oh, well. You no, but if Brinson puts family, a poll right? on
2: Twitter about who would you rather have, Derek Carr or Ryan Tannehill, it would oh, literally God. be 99.9 percent Ryan know, Tannehill.
3: So, Breach, what um, would happen is that Twitter would put a disclaimer on: "This is false. <laughs> this is fake news." Like it would. Wait, even get I, it up
2: I'm looking at your top ten, and he, you also have Ben Roethlisberger ahead of Ryan Tannehill, which I think is an interesting
3: one.
1: Okay, but I'll say this.
3: Cody, let me say this in your defense. I like the idea of seeing Kyler Murray on the Titans. I think that would be a really interesting uh, sort of fit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to – you can throw out Carr if you want to. I I think that's debatable. What I'm trying to say is that Tannehill has been very good. It's just – I I mean, when people say he's he's way too low, I just look at all those quarterbacks and think, if I could take one of these quarterbacks right now, throw out Brady and Carr, that's fine, but I'm still taking – Probably Josh Allen's upside over Ryan Tannehill. I mean, right now, I, 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 I think know.
0: Josh Allen is clearly above Tannehill right now on a full season and like for the rest of the year basis. Eh, I don't know.
1: Two weeks ago, maybe we're like, not. I guess you, if you like, put we're Tannehill like, on the bills, they might be.
0: I think Tannehill's, I the, the, Tannehill's he's, been on think Tannehill's top five MVP for 2020 right now. Also. I think
3: his, um, I think he's number one in DVOA. Let me double check real quick. I, th- I think Tannehill is he not. Is,
0: I think people are sleeping on Ryan Tannehill.
3: He's number one in DVOA.
0: That's incredible. Josh I, Allen.
3: Josh Allen's number four. To to. to Kyler
0: Murray has missed more throws this
1: year than Tannehill has. Derek Carr
3: but, is number three. Just so, just to be oh, clear, to oh, get oh, Derek oh. Carr's love.
1: I, I think we started this because you asked if I was anti-Lamar, and I. Yeah, yeah. uh no, Lamar, no, and I, and I was trying to remember how we got to here, but I, it was I'm not. I think he was at seven, six that's or actually, seven. That's
0: actually a really good spot for Lamar because he hadn't been awesome this year. No,
1: Yeah, I think that, like, so, for instance, if you just look at, like, the game against the Eagles, like, you take for granted his legs because he's he's going to make a huge, you know, game-changing play, and we take for granted that. But there are so many throws where he's really, like, he doesn't have to sidearm, like, a three-yard pass. and And, he's,
0: and as someone who's done these rankings before, you also have to build in the fact that if you rank Lamar 13, and then he goes off for, like, 400 and 100 the next week, then you look it. like a butthole, and that's oh. a problem. Like, you don't also, like you don't want to be completely dead wrong. One
3: more thing. Uh, Carson Wentz, 32nd DVOA, behind Sam Darnold and uh, Daniel Jones.
1: Ho-ho! Oh, is, is he dunking on? <laughs>
3: That was a dunk. I guess that's dunking on Carson Wentz. That's
0: know. a dunk on, on the Eagles. I
3: thought it was
0: just a shot at Debo and, and Cody. What? We're going through the list. Hey, guys, right? I know we're about to be done with the podcast, but before you get out of here, allow me to kick you in the balls.
1: <laughs> where would you Where would you rent Carson Wentz? Uh, he's, he's not five. dead he's last. Five. He's been awful. No, it, no, no, no. no but I mean, like, in general, as, like, The last three games, I like, thought
3: he's he's flashed the last three games. Again, running for his life. The Steelers game. I mean, he, like.
1: You get to choose one and keep him. We're
0: doing, like, drafting a franchise QB
3: thing?
1: Sure. Yeah, where would you take him?
3: I will just
4: uh. add, like, put him <laughs> put him in, in different situations. Put him on the Titans. Put him on the Bills. Do the, do the same thing that you do for other quarterbacks. I don't want to stick on this long.
2: We don't need to be that's, over an hour.
0: That's but, that's but, fair, but I will say let's this. Let's put Carson think,
2: Wentz on all 32
0: teams. But I think that they – okay. <laughs> Another 90 minutes. I do think this is a problem with Carson Wentz, and I think that this oh, is boy. what – you Eagles fans don't want to say because you realize oh boy. the inherent implications of what you will say is that Carson Wentz does not like to operate within the constructs of Doug Peterson's scheme. And as a result, when he gets outside of Doug Peterson's scheme, things break down and it causes problems. And Carson Wentz has no uh, regard whatsoever for his physical well-being. That That is a problem. So let, let's get hurt.
3: Let's but, put him, let's put him in Kyle Shanahan's.
0: I'm taking, I think Jared Goff, mm-hmm. A healthy Dak Prescott over uh, him
1: for sure, right? Jared, Jared Goff, Jack, sure, but not Jared Goff.
2: Yeah, I don't think Jared Goff. I mean, definitely. No, okay, okay. Put put
1: Carson, Wentz. Wentz. Put, Carson Wentz, golf over Carson Wentz with Sean McVay. Yep. Carson yeah, Carson Wentz run McVay's offense. That's imagine the Jared Goff. Imagine Jared Goff in the Eagles game tonight. He would he's, be, just, he's just lying in a crumpled.
0: Right, he'd have left. <laughs>
1: the Eagles would be zero and seven right now with Jared Goff.
3: <laughs> he would have left the nice game on two stretchers. I mean, that's. I'll how...
1: take
2: Jared Goff for Wentz right now.
3: Breach okay. were cool. That's Me and you crazy. were cool again, Breach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now Brinson's on Debo's crap list. He
1: missed! He missed all-
3: would you take, uh, so on, on, on the Sean McVay offense, Justin Herbert or Carson Wentz?
1: Wait, I, would- I think right now, I'd I like to lean Justin Herbert just because. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Listen, I'm not he like. He on himself. <laughs> no, he's, he's being honest. I'm, not, I'm being honest with <laughs> yeah. you. I mean, I'm a Carson Wentz guy, but I think Justin Herbert, if you're looking right now, I mean, there's less wear and tear. The arm is clearly, like, top five potential. I mean –
3: Jimmy but, Garoppolo but, or, or Carson Wentz on, on the Sean McVay team?
1: Did you say Garoppolo?
3: Yeah. Not Garoppolo. I think I'm taking Wentz, too. No, Let's I'm go, Wentz.
2: Breach. <laughs> I'm just sucking up the Debo. <laughs> well, I mean, I
0: would probably take Wentz over Jimmy G just because he's younger and sh- like, he's like Two years younger. Look Wentz, look, Wentz is riding on 2017 pretty hard, guys. Like 2017 is, and and Debo and Cody, you guys need to admit this.
1: I you, you act
0: like you act like we're you here, like, like, I mean, like, I, like every time it's like, do you remember in 2017? But I don't say that like, I've been people, here like picking like me, other guys. This is like writing. me being like, do you remember when I got like a 1300 on my SATs?
1: You're, like, you're 30. When have I ever now. brought no. up 2017? Never. In what? what were the two H's you just brought up?
3: Exactly. What, they're like two years apart, aren't they?
1: I mean, but you're Al Bundy talking about the four touchdowns he scored. I mean, who? you're talking to like Eagles Twitter right. I I haven't brought up twenty seventeen Carson Wentz at Eagle all. He brings
0: it up all the time.
3: No, That's he doesn't. What crazy. about this? It Baker in the
1: Mayfield? 2017, MVP here. You don't talk ba-
0: to be, no Baker, Baker
3: Mayfield or Carson
0: Wentz? I think Wentz over Baker. Carson oh yeah, Wentz easy. Oh, I thought that might even be I, I could
4: I could grab a clip from week four where you said easy Baker over Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, Jimmy G is older than Carson. I don't know if that's the the ages that you were referring. How to. about
2: how about Carson Wentz or Matthew Stafford? Stafford.
4: Stafford. I'd Man. say Wentz.
2: Stafford's pretty old. Stafford's old. i say and Wentz. There. Stafford.
4: Carson What's, Wentz. This is a debate we had preseason. Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan? I'd, I'd think, say
3: Wentz. I think I'm taking Matt Ryan there.
0: Like Matthew Stafford. I I. Mm -hmm. Tend to agree, but if you threw Matt Ryan on this Eagles team, you you throw throw anybody. 0 and 5. 0 and 7.
3: What's Russell Wilson on this Eagles team?
0: Seven and 7 and
3: oh, obviously. Yeah.
2: No, no, like, no joke. He's seven and oh. There's like three quarterbacks. Mahomes is maybe six and one or seven and oh. And that's it. Like, that's your top tier. I don't even think Lamar Jackson because he's, think, he hasn't been I accurate think, this year. I don't think he's seven and oh on this team. I,
0: right, right, let's, let's, if we're, if we're doing these like, like wins over Wilson, we like to create these new stats. If we're doing like, <laughs> dr- like, I don't know what the acronym is, but like drag him, drag this crappy team out of the gutter quarterback rankings. Yeah. Russell Wilson is number one by a long shot. Yeah. No, I, like, we put him that. behind a crappy offensive line with Travis uh, Fulcrum and, and, he's, and 13. 13. he's been good. He's been good, too. He will, he will like this Eagles team is undefeated right now. With they're Wilson. not undefeated, though. Let's be real. They're saying. undefeated. They're undefeated.
3: OK, well, here, here's the true test. What would the Bengals record be with Russell Wilson?
2: Oh, oh seven be, and out. They'd be seven. and out. They've been blown out of any games. You put Russell Wilson and they're winning all of them.
0: Undefeated.
3: They'd be, they'd be one five and one.
0: No, you drop <laughs> prime Russell Wilson on the Bengals right now. Undefeated.
3: Zach Taylor would have him playing safety.
0: Zach Taylor would just be locked in a, like in a cage in Siberia. All right. Russell, well, Russell, Russell would Russell be, be like, Wilson oh, has... my, my head's not working. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, it's it's freaking... I can hear you, Zach. Hold on a second. I'm going to run seven plays without you watching and just throw touchdown bombs.
3: So basically, Russell Wilson is a is a good Homelander. How do you like that reference?
0: Ooh, that's it. How good is the – to it. God, I didn't mean to get you Carson yeah. Wentz or 2020
2: Tom Brady?
3: Yeah, uh, I think I'm thinking Carson. Like, I think
2: Carson oh, and the oh, right?
1: team would Put be – yeah, put him on the box. He's, I think he's
3: been better. Okay, we'll put Tom Brady on the Eagles. He would literally be dead. <laughs> yeah.
1: His retirement
2: press conference <laughs> would have been after Week Two. We would yeah. have talked about him all week on the podcast. <laughs>
0: he's, like, he's like screaming at somebody. And the guy's like, I, "Who are you?" Like, it's like I'm a football player. Like, it's like it's like I'm Tom Brady. He's like, I actually played baseball in the minor leagues last year. I don't. I don't. Know, I'm not even. <laughs> I'm a cook at the Eagles, like, I'm a cook at Lincoln. Exactly.
2: T-shirt. I mean, come on. No amount of pliability would save him from the Eagles offensive right. line.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. This, <laughs> this was a, and a, like that, that went from Yannick on the Ravens to who would, who would drag the Eagles out? Of
3: By the way. way, if the Eagles had lost this podcast, would
0: have been over two hours
3: ago. <laughs> have been That's in right. And right. Out. Yeah.
0: We've right. a 12 minute podcast. <laughs> I was, I was getting hey, ready next. to hit
4: up Brinson and be like, Hey bro, can, uh, you record?
3: Can this you record? One? <laughs> Hey, uh, okay, quickly, I'll, I'll pull a breach. Quickly, what's <laughs> going to be the most important addition to this Ravens team? Yoenis Ngakwe or Des Bryant on the practice
1: squad? Oh my! How about Antonio Brown? This, you think that could happen?
0: Did you he really was... just bring up Des Bryant? He's going to Seattle. Get out, out of here. Breach. No, don't, please, uh, no early no, prediction no. for
1: Andy Dalton versus the Eagles on I think it's Sunday night. I think is it's going to be a week. It, oh. I think is, so. It is. It is. It's a week from Sunday,
2: and. So they absolutely could have flexed this game out. Yeah. And because you have two last place teams, both of them will be way under 500, but it's Cowboys and Eagles playing for first place, even if it is NFC East.
0: I, I don't know. Like, I think that I, Dal- I need to see That's Dalton somewhere else. I need to see Dalton play on Sunday way.
2: against Washington before I can make a prediction against the Eagles. Because okay. I need to know if, if the Arizona game is who he's going to be with the Cowboys or if that was just. Primetime Dalton showing up and we get daytime Dalton, but then the Eagles game's prime time. It's all too. What, confusing.
0: Are, you, what, are, we, what are you doing? What, what the hell are you doing? He, Andy Dalton a when he has no offensive line and they have no offensive line. It wasn't he his fault. They
2: lost on Monday.
0: It was all his fault.
2: We, can't, we don't need to re record that podcast.
0: Hold on. Do we have a line ahead of William Hill for next? I think we do. Hold on. I'm going to find this. Oh boy. It is. I'm oh boy. Slowly. Oh. Is it
1: in he Dallas? Has
2: minus three and a half right now. It's in Philly. In
0: Dallas. It's in Philly. Philly, slam it. Here's why you slam this right now. If you're, if you're, if you're the four or five people still listening to this podcast, (laughs) slam Eagles minus three and a half because the Washington football team is going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Andy Dalton is going to end up as this like small stain underneath Chase, (laughs) Chase Young's cleat. And then they're going to, have to play their third string backup, which is like Zeke Elliott or uh, Ben DiNucci.
2: Wait, so you're telling people to bet based on the fact that you think Andy Dalton's going to be lost to an injury on Sunday. Is that correct?
0: Or or he's going to get <laughs> – you could put the three best wide receivers in professional football history out there in the field, and it wouldn't matter because Andy Dalton can't do anything. Andy Dalton's going to throw
2: 15 passes.
0: Andy Dalton is they're the gonna worst They're going to run quarter, the ball 40 the, times. Under pressure, Andy Dalton is one of the five worst quarterbacks in professional football history. No one disputes that. And he will have. He it's will be he's pressure. second. He's second. He's, he's going to hand he, it off, off the whole time. They're going to run the ball. How do you think that's going to work? They don't have anybody healthy on the offensive line. Washington is winning that game. Philly will be favored by five plus. It's the
2: NFC East. You can't just guarantee things now. like that. It's too and unpredictable. The, and the Eagles
0: have a good defense. Oh,
2: Who'd you bet on tonight to cover? That's none of your GD business. Let's end with a dunk. Oh!
0: All right, we'll see you guys later. Citizen sleuths are focusing on the brutal slayings of four college kids. A new Paramount Plus original docu-series.
1: This is the start of something major.
0: Follows online detectives as they unravel the mystery of the infamous Idaho college murders.
2: There's plenty of places to hide a weapon.
0: And turned it into a social media phenomenon. Where are the This uh, is a huge night. I light. want
2: the truth from you.
0: Hashtag cyber sleuths. The Idaho murders now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.